Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 59 and we find ourselves in Numbers 1 and 2, John 3 and verses 1 to 21 and then in Proverbs 5. Now Exodus covers a year, Leviticus only a month, but the book of Numbers encompasses more than 38 years. This third book of Moses tells us what happened during these 38 years. Now the Hebrew title of this book gives us an idea of the theme of Numbers, because in Hebrew, this book is titled In the Wilderness instead of Numbers. We translate it in the English as Numbers, but really this is telling the story of the people of Israel while they wandered in the wilderness. We begin with a census. It was a military census establishing the size of the army that Israel could have. That is why the Levites were not included. They were to devote themselves to serving the Lord, while the other tribes were to protect the people and fight for the Lord. Chapter 2 then gives us specific instructions from God as to how the camp should be organised and how it should work. You see, God is a God of order. Before Israel can take the promised land, he requires them to order themselves. Not only is it more efficient and useful, but it's also simply more like God, for he is ordered and he is organised. And God orders things according to his wisdom and not ours. And just take a look at the arrangement of the tribes. He did not place the largest tribe closest to the tabernacle, as if bigger was always better. Ephraim, the, the closest westward tribe, is the third smallest tribe. Nor did he place all the large tribes on the outer perimeter for greater protection. In fact, Benjamin, the second smallest tribe, is the outer perimeter. God always has an order, an organisation, but it may not make sense to us. So when we apply that to our own lives, we must remember that God's plan is always supreme and we're to follow God, not dictating our own way of doing things. As we head into John's Gospel, we have an incredible passage for us today. To be born again, to find new life in Christ, to have that old sinful life destroyed and put to death and to be born anew through the wonderful power of our Lord Jesus Christ, who was given as a gift so that through faith in Jesus we might be cleansed from our sin, be made new in Christ and find a right relationship before God. And notice toward the end of the passage, we see how Jesus changes us. He takes us from the darkness into the light. This is what we saw yesterday in our reading, complete transformation found in and through Jesus Christ. I think sometimes we need to be reminded of the immensity of the gospel. We quote John 3.16 so often that sometimes it loses its meaning in our own hearts. Jesus has not come to condemn us, but to save us. He didn't come because he was forced. He came willingly. He came in power. He came in saving grace, he came in victory, defeating sin and death. And then when we place our faith in Jesus, we're born again. What is past is gone, what is ahead is held by Jesus in that moment, and in this day we join Jesus in that victory. Today, be captivated by Jesus and the gospel. There is nothing so immense than the love of Christ and the power of Christ to transform our lives. Finally, we have Proverbs 5. As a wisdom book, Proverbs begins to apply the law of God and show how it would be worked out in everyday life. In chapter 5, we consider the matter of both adultery and marriage. Look at verse 8. A warning is clear. Keep away from, don't even get close to, the temptation of falling into adultery. Being even more explicit than that, just having one inch closer towards adultery endangers your holiness before God. Then consider verse 18. There is a positive action to focus on your spouse. Be renewed in your love for them and have a heart for them and not for others. You see, both are needed. We need to resist temptation and then we need to be fully committed to what God has already blessed us with. What do you need to cut out of your lives today to ensure that you won't be tempted? 
What can you do once again to be committed fully to your marriage and your relationship? Let's pray together. Father, we praise you for Jesus, this immense gospel news that it's Jesus who saves us from our sins and turns us into a new creation through faith in him. Father, we pray that we would now have our lives ordered and organised as you would have them, not as we would dictate, but your plans and purposes fulfilled in our lives. Father, protect us from temptation and lead us to love the things you have blessed us with and to be devoted to a holy marriage before you. We pray this in your name. Amen.